is happening now? We're about to send you back to the Remuta! <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Back to the Revuture, the show in which we take a classic movie that one of us, or both of us, might not have seen, and we take a look at it now. I am Drew Bridger. I'm Amber Inch. Of course you are. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and in what might be one of our last forays into the 80s for now, we are taking a look at what might be considered to be more of a cult classic than a out-and-out all-round classic. No, I'd never heard of it before. No. So we... And it's also involving one of my favourite voices oh. of all time. <laughs> one of my favourite voices ever. This Tim be the Curry. the film for you, hasn't it? You've got Christopher Lloyd and Tim Curry in the same film and every single time we hear that any of their voices... Oh, I know Christopher Lloyd's voice from anywhere. Oh, I know Tim Curry's voice anywhere. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's, it's Tim Curry. He's just got one of those great voices and obviously we'll go into it a little bit later on as well i'm surprised it's taken tim curry this long to make an appearance if i'm being honest i'm surprised that you know we're 10 episodes in now tim curry is only just making an appearance i know well maybe that just means that i've seen all the other stuff that he's been in that's why yeah yeah maybe we are talking about clue which, if you are not familiar with Clue, and why would you not be? Because it is a brilliant film. It is based on the board game Clue, or Cluedo, as it's known in the UK. Also, strangely, this is the second that I know of classic 80s movie that was made in the 80s and set in the 50s. Yeah. Which is more coincidental than anything it has absolutely no (laughs) No, that's the only thing that this has in common with dirty dancing but but then greece was made in the 70s and that was and that was set in the 50s so it happens a lot yeah but there's very little that links this in greece as well other than that fact it was more of just an interesting thing that i noticed but so we are looking at clue this week the classic murder mystery spoof of 1985 it was written by john landis who was also man yes you're absolutely right yeah i figured you would know that though (laughs) i was gonna bring that up at some point because i didn't really know how relevant that would be other than the fact that John Landis also wrote and directed An American Werewolf in London. Yes, he did, yeah. And An American Werewolf in Paris, which obviously makes sense when you take into consideration that he He did Thriller thriller and everything like that. So that's what links that. But American Werewolf in London kind of does have that similar vein of comedy to it, like really kind of dry like is it comedy is it not comedy kind okay, of thing yeah. the clue does and i think that's kind of a trademark of john landis this was also 1985 which means that christopher lloyd had a very busy year yeah very busy yeah and tim curry was just i think going from strength to strength because <laughs> he'd done a rocky horror picture show already which another huge cult hit. Mm -hmm. He had also been in Legend, 
I think at this point I might be wrong that will probably need checking at some point yeah but yeah basically Tim Curry was going up in the world mm. considerably yeah but as we start off with every episode I am not finding legend there it is oh legend was 1985 same year so legend was 1985 as well before, though, I suppose yeah busy year for Tim Curry busy year for Christopher Lloyd at this point as yeah. well so as we start off with every episode why don't you tell us what you thought the synopsis of this film was going to be having not known anything about it before watching okay well seeing as i knew that it was called clue and i obviously thought that's the name of the american game version of our clue dough mm-hmm. um so i just still said still have no idea why they felt the need to change the name for english people i, I still what, was it's... the american one first i mean i'm assuming so but yeah. i have absolutely no idea why they thought that was necessary maybe not though mm, maybe, maybe it's european and cluedo perhaps i don't know so it's cluedo the movie is what i've written someone gets bumped off boom you're right there to... we go <laughs> <laughs> synopsis summed up brilliant yeah, there's a full house of people. Someone gets bumped off and they need to solve it. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> that's, because that's what happens in the game. Isn't yeah, it? absolutely. Something I mean, happens, you have to find out who it is. Yeah, it, it is kind of a dead giveaway. I the fact that it's based it's... on a game that you're obviously familiar with and yeah, how it yeah. functions and therefore what the film might include. Yeah. It kind of... Include. Oh, no. Include. No, 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 no. Okay, all right, no made me think of the well before i'd watched it i obviously didn't hadn't seen anything about it so but before i'd watched it it made me think of what i imagined it would be is like the um family guy episode where they're all in the house together and they find out that it's the newswoman it's that basically isn't it do you know what i was toying with whether i should bring it up because Obviously, when we watch films like these that mm. are considered to be classics, right. one of the things that we kind of measure how much of a classic it is by is how much it gets referenced yeah, in things other things. Afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. But and that, and that actually is quite... A, if if it is that that they're referencing, I don't yeah. know, I suppose... I, I mean, it so, absolutely but, but that's is. Like, but it's, it's difficult to know because actually... It's just an Agatha Christie mystery, isn't it? That's just what happens in all of ours as well. It is a little bit. It's difficult bit. to know whether it's that or not. But the good thing <laughs> about... Nothing actually happens in Family Guy episode that's similar to the one in, in the film, really. Because it's like one big Well, the part explanation of... part, when they're like explaining how the people did it, that's kind of similar in its humour to Clue, in a, in a, in a way, because of how kind of frenetic and fast pace and everything like yeah. that it is yeah anytime there's an agatha christie mystery or anything like that that's going on uh that where they're explaining who it is that did it and they're going through the whole evening from start to finish yeah. it is done in a very similar way to that so yeah. it is a bit yeah, similar to the family guy thing now again i was i was cautious about whether to bring it up or not because I didn't want to draw so many parallels between this and an episode of Family Guy. But usually, if something is being referenced in pop culture, it is usually in the form of something to do with 
Family Guy or yeah, Family yeah, Guy yeah, will yeah, reference yeah. something like that. Yeah. But yeah, the the music is what really looking back on Clue now, mm. the music that they use in the Family Guy episode is what really kind of made me twig that that's where the influence came from. Yeah. Because it's very, very similar music to what's used. <laughs> yeah, I've brought up the Family Guy episode now, but uh, past everybody going there and it being the news anchor, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Right. So, <laughs> so you brought up the Family Guy episode that is kind of a little bit similar to, but not really remembering. Okay, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, all right. It did make me think about that Family Guy episode a little bit mainly because of the kind of humour that they use in it. But that's one of the reasons why I wanted to show you this film was because of how much of a hit it was. But interestingly, and tell me if this is a surprise to you or not, okay. Clue was actually a humongous flop. That's not a surprise. Really? Okay, <laughs> right. I was going to ask, is it, was it more popular in America that than it was it was because when I was talking about the family guy thing I was going to say is it something that's quite readily known in America but actually not so much over here but it doesn't surprise me that it wasn't very well received (laughs) okay so what happened was it had a far bigger hit on when it came out on video yeah I can't imagine I don't really know who in in the 80s, I don't really know who they would be trying to target specifically by doing a mystery from the 50s, but trying to make it funny. But yeah, it's a bit, that's a bit of a confusing sell, isn't it? I don't know if that's something that's easy to, it is a little to market. Bit. I don't know. I, I don't know if that it came out bit. at the right time. I don't know. It's a bit... Now, well, here's the thing, and this might maybe help clue you oh. in. Okay, I'll get used to the joke because... <laughs> I'm going to see how many times I can get it in, okay? (laughs) Something that might clue you in as to why it was a little bit of um, a flop at the box office, but had more success on video. So famously, Clue has three alternative endings, all of which get played at the end of the film. When it was oh. originally released in cinemas... Oh, you mean the, sh- the, f- only... the film, not the game? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, we're not talking about the game now. No. Did you think that Clue the Game was a flop in America? <laughs> no. I've got news for you. No. I've got news for you. That was a huge hit. No, Everyone loved then. it. I thought when you said Clue has three alternatives, Endings. I thought, oh, that's funny because that's what they did in the film, and that's why they no. did that. But no, I no, 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 no. The... <laughs> oh dear. No, God, the amount of alternate endings. This film has game... made me confused about everything. <laughs> one plus two plus two plus one. <laughs> Quick sidebar. That is one of my favourite jokes of the film. <laughs> one of my favourite jokes of the whole film, when he's counting the amount of bullets that got fired. No, because that would still be two plus one plus one plus two. No, the film has, quite famously, three alternative endings. Now, all of those endings are included when you watch it on home video, DVD, Blu-ray, whatever format you happen to have it on. Yeah. When it was released in cinemas... Mm. Only one of the three alternative endings 
was played at any one time. Right. Which meant that it must have been incredibly confusing if you'd heard about this film coming out and you went to see it over the weekend and then you went into the office or your workplace or wherever on Monday and you went and said, oh, did you see this film Clue? Yeah, I everyone saw it. Everyone said no. What did you... <laughs> well, other than the fact that everyone said no, yeah. I was... But imagine what it must have been like if you were talking about the end to someone that had seen it and they go, well, that's not the end that I saw. What do you mean that's not the end that you saw? No, this is the end of the film. No, this is the ending that I saw. And you realise there are three different versions of events that you could go and see. Now, at the time, that must have been quite confusing, quite annoying, especially if, you know, it was probably part of the marketing. Go and see this film. It's a mystery what ending you'll get. Yeah. But if you were one of these people that, it wasn't really marketed towards you didn't really pay attention to the, a lot of the marketing and you just went to see it yeah. on a whim. Mm. That must have ended up being quite confusing because you're like, yeah. well, what did I watch then? Yeah. Very, very confusing water cooler talk. Yeah. But Maybe that's more for, obviously they didn't know then, but that's more for like a social media age for things like that to happen, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So I know it's a little bit early on in the episode to ask this question, but was Clue ahead of its time? Um, is that is that not something that would have done <laughs> far know. better now with Probably. the age of instant communication? Yeah, of course. To yeah. go, oh, the but ending I just really. saw. I mean, was... that might have just ruined it. I don't know if that would have made it worse. That might have just ruined it because everybody would be talking about it straight away. So then you go and you go, oh, I could get anything. But actually, you don't want to know that before you go, do you? Really? Yeah, but if you went to see it and someone said oh i got a different ending where this happened yeah, you would still want to go you still i personally would go oh well, i want to see that ending so you know you come mm. out of the cinema and go oh it was this guy that did it oh i got the ending where they all did it wait what oh yeah. okay i'm going back tomorrow to watch this <laughs> and see if i can figure out <laughs> <Really>? who did it <laughs> because i'm trying to think of any other films that really did what Clue tried to do in the sense of having an actual murder mystery, but have it be a bit of a spoof comedy kind of thing at the same time. The only one that immediately comes to mind recently is Knives Out. You haven't seen that, though? No, I haven't seen that. I don't think that's a spoof. Well, no, it's not a spoof, but it is kind of very dry humour. Very kind of wit. Kind of, I guess. It's yeah. not like that, though. It's no, it's like not that, No, it's not out-and-out out kind of borderline slapstick as Clue is. But it's it's the no, closest amalgamation. I, I kind of just think it's like a, a modern-day mystery i don't i don't think there's anything eh, so why don't you take us through some of the thoughts that you had while watching this <laughs> well the first up until literally the last 15 minutes probably i hadn't really written a lot and okay. then i got to the last 15 minutes and i was like oh i could tell oh, okay. <laughs> you kept um, trying to make notes so... and then a, a different ending happened <laughs> Every time you thought it was over, it's like, right, I'll write my... The notes weren't about the ending. Oh, there's another ending. The notes weren't about the ending. (laughs) Anyway, so I kind of just thought, like like you've said just just then, really, kind of takes us into that. It's the classic, like, shtick thing, isn't it? So it's like, 
all the over-the-top characters they're all so over the top aren't they and they've got those those airplane airplane style jokes where you're like the french maid is saying to the woman well she says can where have you got a restroom here we got toilet here whatever she says yeah and she goes wee wee like that and then she says no i just want to powder my nose like things like that and he's like yeah, oh, yeah i'm gonna yeah. expose myself to everyone and he's like oh i don't think that's a good idea there's women here and you know that sort of stuff <laughs> yeah which sounds funny even now i've said it yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it is it is <laughs> there are a lot of quick jokes in clue that if you're not prepared for them you might miss and i know that sounds stupid like mm. saying that to someone who hasn't seen the film before, but obviously you caught them, which was good. But yeah, that. <laughs> in a cinema, it, there are a lot of jokes that happen in very kind of rapid succession, so you might yeah, miss maybe, a few yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. But, but you, kind, you kind of do realise what type of film it is straight away within the first five minutes of seeing the beginning of it because she stood there with her boobs out all over the place. I'm like, all right, yeah, we know what she's like. <laughs> They are all meant to be kind of characters. Yeah. And I get what you're saying with that. Each of them is kind of their own caricature yeah. of a person because they're meant to be those types of personalities that get played in the game, really, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah. Miss Scarlet is the lady that owns the brothel and, yeah. you know, looks a certain way. And mm. you got the typical French maid playing to that. Yeah. Tim Curry being Wadsworth, mm-hmm. very sort of typical butler kind of character. Yeah. If anything, I would say that I actually think this might be one of Tim Curry's funniest films along with maybe rocky horror picture show rocky horror picture show is more iconic yeah, it's than not I hugely think funny. funny is it no but he gets so many different things to do in clue yeah. he does slapstick he mm-hmm. does subtle comedy mm-hmm. especially at the start just without yeah, saying start, anything yeah. yeah really well he does high energy frenetic stuff really well and then he does different voices and impersonations when he's mm. acting everything mm. out yeah as yeah well. yeah i mean all the ca- he, he's really good obviously but all the cast did pretty well i think i don't think there was anybody that was particularly poor or really bad i think they all did quite well yeah so it's definitely like well acted it's yeah, well I think it is, yeah. written it's like a good group of people that work well together i think we should talk about the connections that get made in this film, okay. from the from the people that we recognise, oh, so Colonel Mustard, yeah, <laughs> you were eventually. in ten. You we have so we eventually worked out <laughs> multiple different things that you recognised him from. So um, Colonel Mustard mm-hmm. is the principal in Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which is what you were getting frustrated about having recognised him Yeah, because I kept thinking from... that it was from a school and it was really annoying. But actually, it was actually Two and a Half Men, the pharmacy from Two and a Half... Pharmacist from Two and a Half Men that I recognised yes. him as. So yes. I kept thinking, oh yeah, teacher, I feel like he's in a school, in a school, and it was really annoying me. And then it kind of morphed into the guy from Two and a Half Men. I was like, oh, I'm thinking about somebody totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was both, which was yeah. a bit confusing. Martin... And then Arrested Development as well. Martin Mull for those playing along at home. <laughs> playing, playing, <laughs> playing a game of Clue while they're listening to this. <laughs> oh. So someone's drawn Colonel Mustard. They'll do, they'll do a move. 
Alright, here's a- if you want to play along at home, roll the dice every time I say the word clue, and that will progress the game forward a little bit. So someone's already playing as Colonel Mustard now, there we go. But more recently than that, he was Gene Parmesan in yeah, Arrested Development, Arrested Development yeah. which is which actually took me by You've surprise. Put on a little bit of weight, really, for that. I think I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, a little bit, maybe a little bit. Yeah, because I got where you were recognizing him from. Yeah. Because when you started saying, "Oh no, I imagine him with glasses and he's and he's angry," I'm like, "No, <laughs> yeah, I know." Uh, yeah, picture of getting irate. <laughs> I was like, yes, I know where you know him from because that's where I recognise him from Couldn't now as well. Him, like... But I wouldn't have placed him as the same person as playing Gene Parmesan that's what from I mean, yeah. Arrested Development. Like, that threw me off. Mr. Green. Mr. Mr. Green. Green. The, the man with the glasses in this that oh, man breaking bad yeah that man grew up to be <laughs> Saul, Go- to Saul be. Goodman's brother eventually grew up to be quite later on quite later on Saul Goodman's brother which he's was he's been um, in loads of stuff we watch things and every single I feel like every single time I watch something I go oh that's Saul's brother yeah the every connection time. the connection here is that we recognised him and placed him in planes trains and automobiles oh that was where... Where was he? What was he in that? I forget now no, what he was. It was a small, small part at one point. But yeah, this is what and I mean. Went, I probably looked at that like, Saul Goodman's brother? brother? Every single yeah. time. Absolutely. I feel like I've seen him in everything. Christopher Lloyd, who we Lloyd, yeah. do not really have to no. make a connection here. But, if I mean, for those that might not be in the know, Christopher Lloyd, later on in this same year... As this got released, ended up being Doc Brown. Doc Emmett Brown. (laughs) But obviously, here's the weird thing. He looks about five, ten years younger. Yeah, he looks a lot younger. I know they gave him obviously all grey hair when he was in Back to the Future. Of course. But even so, his face does look older. I don't know whether they did that on purpose because he was supposed to be an older man. Now, I have no idea if that's maybe down to the fact that Clue actually got filmed, perhaps, a couple of years before this. But because they had to do all of the different editing in it to make each story at the end, each different (laughs) ending stand up. Probably took ages to film, probably took three years to film it. (laughs) That's a good point. So that's probably why his hair turned white by the end of it. Yeah, he was probably. so stressed out. Yeah, probably. And then, of course, we have... Maybe the hair that's in this film isn't actually his real hair. Well, it probably isn't his real hair, is it? So that's why he looks younger, maybe. And this is why... this isn't his real hair. And this is why I'm going to nickname you Wadsworth, because this is exactly why you would make a good detective. Because <laughs> well, perhaps... Because it might be a wig. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great detective work. Perhaps his hair in this is the one that's not real. <laughs> oh, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> Brilliant deduction there. No, I think he might be right on that. I think I think that perhaps his hair in this isn't the real one. Maybe I think he maybe dyed both. For this I one. think maybe both, to be honest. And then, of course, we have Tim Curry. I said it at the start of this, and I will say it again for posterity. Tim Curry, I think, is... It's a very niche favourite. I know that's going to sound strange. I don't think so. He is one of my favourite 
voices. Like, he's a great, great actor. I think, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people yeah. have that. He's, he's a great actor. There's a lot that he can do. He's been in a lot of terrible stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as acting goes, like, I, I don't know if he's maybe a favourite actor of mine because... Yeah, yeah. You know, I think there's a, I think there's a, a, a big difference. But as far as voices go... There is a lot that Tim Curry can do as far as yeah, he's, he's styles good. and range and everything goes. Yeah, definitely. Robin Williams, obviously, yeah. Yeah. fantastic voice actor. He can do mm. so many different things. Genie in Aladdin was a good show of that. But I do have to say, there are so many things that Tim Curry pops up in that I had no idea he'd done before. Yeah, he's very And different. I go... Yeah, it doesn't sound like him. Ever, but, no, but that's your yeah. thing. Your thing is knowing his voice every time. Yeah, like, so I what now are you go... <laughs> <laughs> but I now go, every time I think, I think, like, do you know, I'm not certain, but I think that what might be watch? Tim Curry. Oh, Recess. Yeah, we were watching... Recess? That's another thing that connects the two. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what's he called again? Because Martin Mull... Martin Mull... Was the was voice... Principal Prickly. He was. And Tim, Cur- Tim Curry was replacing him as the principal. Now, do you want to know That's something funny. else weird what? as well? He wore mustard. He wore mustard in it. <laughs> yes! Connections! No. Oh. Martin Mull, I believe, was also a voice actor in The Wild Thornberries. Oh. And Tim Curry was in the Wild Thornberries. He was. He was in the Wild Thornberries. He was Dennis Tucker. I don't know. In the Wild Thornberries. What, just like one episode or something. I think it might have been yeah, one or two episodes. Yeah. But obviously, Tim Curry, famously so Nigel Thornberry. That's really funny. I know. All of these connections. I always that just forget keep... that he's Nigel Thornberry as well, because that is very different. That's a very different voice, isn't it? You would never really. It is. It is. I only, I only found out the other week that Tim Curry is technically canon in Star Wars lore because he was the voice of Senator Palpatine and Darth Sidious in the last two seasons of the Clone Clone Wars. Because he took over from the original <laughs> voice actor. He's part of everything. He's part of everything. Tim Curry just makes all of these appearances. <laughs> and, you know, obviously I could spend the rest of the episode mm. the, of this podcast... Yeah, I can tell, just talking about Tim Curry. Just going on I about... I do really like Curry, though, but that's not related. Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it, though? No. Is it not related? I don't think so. I think we can make it related. Okay. <laughs> Tim Curry loves a good Madras. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, basically, the long and short of it is, Tim Curry's voice is spectacular. And there is a lot that he's done, which you can recognise him in. Yes, a lot of things that I'm just going to ignore. <laughs> Fair enough, all right. Mainly being um, when he dressed up as the most horrific clown that's ever been. Oh, right. Okay, okay, okay. I see where you're going with that. I thought you were going to say, I'm going to ignore ignore it. I was just ignoring it. I thought you were going to say you were going to ignore it now because you were bored of listening listening to me go on about how good Tim Curry is. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. no, (laughs) I I totally get that. I understand. um... By saying that I'm ignoring it, I've also brought it up, so then that's worse. Yeah, Yeah, him as it. 
yeah, in Stephen King's there. it is, is, is terrifying. <laughs> I would also like to point out, he's one of the best Long John Silvers that has ever graced <laughs> the silver screen in Muppet Treasure Island. A drastically undersung performance of his, I think. And he was sharing a screen with the great Donzo. <laughs> now it is hard to out-act Donzo, but Tim Curry managed it in that film. We're getting onto a whole different subject. Yeah, We're getting away from Clue at the stop moment. Stop talking about Tim Curry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So in summary, thank you for coming to my TED Talk on Tim Curry. But yes, yeah, so in short, Tim Curry, great voice, love him, move on. Yes. What else did you come up with while you were watching Clue? Well, when it got to towards the end and I thought, because I said to you, actually, didn't I? I said, when I saw the French maid get the rope round her neck, I said, oh, I thought it was her, actually. Yeah. And then when all the endings came out, one of them was that it was her being kind of puppeteered by yeah. somebody else. So I half predicted that bit right, and I did know that Christopher and I thought Christopher Lloyd had something to do with it because he, um, obviously faked the guy being dead already. Right. So he put his ear to him and he was like, "He's dead," and I thought, "I don't believe that." And um, there was something about Tim Curry that I didn't trust. So I kind of got it all right, really. Basically, what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. No, really. like... I didn't know that it was going to happen exactly like that. But no, I, no, but no, I, no. I did think that it was going to be the French maid more than anything. But I thought it was something a bit fishy about him saying that he's dead because it didn't seem right. Yeah. And obviously they did that on purpose, didn't they? See, this is the thing. You pick up on more in these mystery kind of films than you let on, I think. I think you're like the quiet detective yeah. in these kinds of situations. It's because they're kind of... If, if, you see, if you've seen a few of them or read a few thriller, crime, mystery type things... They're actually all very similar and you do get to know what sure. things are kind of mapped out like. You can kind of you can just tell the type of people and you think, Oh well that person nobody would ever think that it is because they're so kind of in the background. So it's obviously them. And it is every time. Yeah. <laughs> every time. Which is where the old joke that the butler did it comes mm. from. Because one of the alternate endings is that him. Yeah, one of the alternate endings is that Wadsworth kind of orchestrated it, yeah. it all. And I felt like they had to include that ending to kind of play into the joke that the butler did it. Yeah. Yeah, no, you pick up on things throughout this film. And I think that to an extent, Clue is one of these films where if you watch it and watch all of the endings and then go back later and watch it all again, you can kind of go... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're not there at that point. Oh, yeah, they're not there yeah, at that probably. point. To be honest, though, when but I was watching it, I kind of got halfway through and I thought, I haven't been paying any attention at all because I wasn't trying to guess who might have done it or something. Yeah. I was well, just... just as well, because there's three different versions of who did it. So you well, know... I guessed the right one in all three of them, so... Oh, okay, right. Well, fair enough. <laughs> well, I got one part from all three. So well, yeah, that's that true. All. That's true. No, I wasn't paying any attention to that at all, and I thought... Oh, maybe I should have been, so I could actually try and guess properly who it was and give a proper guess, but I, it's too late now. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> you should have written it down on a little card and uh, on an envelope yeah. and handed it to me yeah, at the start should, of the film, like made a prediction. Yeah, and then, oh, in hindsight, 
I'll tell you what, we'll delete this episode. We'll go yeah, back. We'll, we'll go do back, it again. It again. <laughs> and then you can get it absolutely right. And well, I can I'll act all surprised. Some of it will be wrong yeah. just to throw you off. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I like that. I like your I like your thinking. Like, don't give all of the evidence away. No. I like that. Oh, it's too late. Uh, I mean, it is too late. It's too late. I mean, we're half an hour into it now. Yeah, it seems a bit pointless late. to... <laughs> <laughs> Go back, start again, start start recording all over again. So no, I mean, I did put hashtag me too though. Just write that down. Oh yeah, okay. Kept, she kept getting her skirt lifted up all the time. It's a bit rude. Okay, so. Let's go through the film I don't want and to talk say about some... to do with the Me Too movement. I'm just saying I'll write that down just as a thing to remind me. Yeah, right, 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 absolutely. No, so let's go back through the film and do uh, go over some bits like that because you know yeah, bits that wouldn't we stand up, up today, would it? But that's like no. that's like the old Carry On films and the old things like that, and like when you watch Faulty Towers and things, and everybody absolutely loves them. Yeah, and people get really annoyed when you say, "Oh, that's a bit." That's a bit close, and that's oh, oh, that's a bit. Oh, don't know if that's inappropriate or not. And people get really annoyed, and they're like, "Oh, you know, oh well, can't do anything nowadays," and all that right, sort but of thing. It, it also but wasn't I mean, okay back then either. It, no, it's also, <laughs> it's, no, the people that were victim of it probably didn't think that it was fine then either. Absolutely. But um, but it, but that's yeah, that's what they're like. Yeah. Now, because of the character that does it. Do you think that that is maybe used as another reason to dislike that character? Who was it? Well, it was Mister. It was Mister Body that did it. Oh yeah, so it was. And you're not meant yeah. to like him. Yeah, so he's in one meant of the, the mysterious one. In one of the alternate endings, obviously, he's the butler for the butler. Yeah. So it's the other way. So it's actually the other way around. So the guy. So Tim Curry playing the butler. Yes. Is actually. The mastermind, yeah, and the guy that they think is the mastermind is actually really the butler, yeah. which I so, like because that, out of all of the endings, is the biggest twist that you would yeah, have seen. Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah, because yeah. they made him look so much like a villain. Yeah. So because that was on purpose, maybe as his character, he was thinking, "How do I act the sleaziest so that people don't suspect that I'm actually the butler?" Yeah. Or it's just butlers on top. Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> He's just thinking like, oh, finally, I'm able to do something to the French maid. Normally, I have to step back and be quite reserved, but now I'm just allowed to do whatever I want. Butlers on tour was what got me. <laughs> do you think that that's? Oh my god, that's that's a that's the version of Downton Abbey that I want to see. <laughs> that kind of did happen in Downton Abbey, yeah. Did it? I mean, I don't know. I've got n- okay. Full disclosure. I've never watched an episode of Downton Abbey, so I have no idea. I'm assuming it's a lot like Clue. No. Okay, all right. Well, then I'm not going to watch it then, am I? Nothing like if it. it has absolute, if it's absolutely nothing like Clue, it's not. I don't want to see it. I can't be bothered. Well, they all live in a big house. I don't know. They're in a big house. Maybe that's it. Well, yeah. Abbey, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> see, if a murder happened at Downton Abbey and no one knew who did it, then I'd watch that. I think, but I don't think I that's don't what think the series is about. No, but you wanted butlers on tour and the head butler in the Downton Abbey movie goes out to it's very risque actually he goes out to a to a gentleman like liking gentleman club and this was a long time ago what yeah this is a long time ago so gentlemen with other shocking, gentlemen shocking oh my goodness yeah can you believe it never happened 
So yeah, no. he went and sneaked out to a, a gentleman's only club. Ah, okay, interesting, interesting. So that's Butler's on tour. That's so exactly that, that, what that's basically that's what Butler's wanted. on tour. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, fair enough. So no, now we know what Butler's on tour is like. Yeah. So because of the person that does it, like fondles her skirt. Yeah, I see what you mean now. Really. Do you reckon that that is? But done I mean, in no, there? because everybody was having a go, weren't they? Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. It does turn out that. You know, she's the, not even French. Yeah, right. It does turn out that she was kind of in on it on the whole time. Yeah. So, who did you think had done it halfway through the film? The maid. You thought the maid had did, had done the whole thing, and then when she got killed, you that surprised you. Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't looking for um, ways that it could be literally all of them. Right. So I didn't think that obviously they were going to have a different ending or a few different endings because mm. I thought it's just going to be the one person. So I think, well, yeah. who's the one person that's barely ever there? Well, it's her. That's yeah. the girl. Because she's quite erratic. She's like around all over the place. So I thought, yeah, yeah. No, it's probably her then. And obviously in things like this, you don't tend to suspect the help because they're already there but I would in the situation. But I would think would. This is what I mean. As soon as you re- as soon as soon you see that there's a maid or a cook or something, mm. it's, there, it's, it's them straight away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> every, every time. And it proves, the, it proves it because even in the alternate one, it was the butler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Always That's is. True. Always is. Always, always. So the comedy in this film is kind of... It's, it's a very strange mix because the comedy almost annoying, annoying. <laughs> really <laughs> okay interesting all right why is it why okay so what was annoying about the comedy uh, what i was going to say was that the comedy almost evolves over the course of the film so it starts <laughs> off quite slow and serious with little things little moments of dry wit like subtle humor spaced in and out but once it really kind of starts get going and you see more about the characters that's when it becomes funnier and funnier and funnier towards the end of the film like most films will try and get laughs like straight in there right out the gate this kind of builds up in the humor it starts quiet and grows to a huge laugh at the end. Okay. So, what... <laughs> a huge laugh. I, I wasn't in... Um, I didn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't, which surprised me. <laughs> no. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, I I like the humour in this film because I, it's I, uh... unusual and it's different and it's... Mixture of slapstick. I don't think it is though. I don't think it's unusual and... or different. Okay. I think it's. Ju- I. I don't know. What was it that annoyed humor... you the most? Oh, I don't know. But the jokes kind of reminded me of what Airplane was doing. Yes. Those types of things. It, and it it's is quite similar to that. It but is I just don't very think similar to Airplane. Done as well. I just don't think it's as good. Okay. I think some of it. Like, the one joke at the end where he says, I'm going to expose myself to all these people. Like, that's funny. That one one was funny. Yeah. And that did make me laugh. But I don't know that all the rest kind of hit it right for me, really. Really? Yeah. Okay. Didn't... I don't know. I didn't really... (laughs) Was it... funny. So was it more that it was very kind of 
situational humor and it wasn't outside humor placed into the situation through absurdity like it is in airplane because airplane's quite absurd it is absurd yeah yeah. Uh, yeah i don't i obviously didn't expect it to be exactly like that but i mean i thought it was the jokes that it was trying to do was similar to that but it just didn't kind of quite get there the humor in clue comes from the situations that they find themselves in because you know the more that everything goes on the more panicked everyone gets the more bodies they find the uh, the less uh, uh, surprised they are by finding new yeah. dead bodies they just walk into a room they're like oh there's a body turn around yeah. walk out you know it's like so the humor comes more from the situations that they're in rather than the absurdity of the situation overall i suppose yeah but that's what i that's what i like about this film i like that it becomes almost more absurd from the situation that they're in as the film gets on because the, the more they find out the more people die the more things happen around them hmm. the more absurd it gets yeah, gradually i don't know i don't know what it is about it that i just didn't find funny or captivating it was just something for, and just didn't get my attention for some reason okay i don't even i don't know why i don't know what it was i can't it's one of those things that i can't exactly explain it was just for some reason when i was watching it, i was just like oh just didn't really grab me all that which is well which, i don't know i, I don't mean know. which is fine it just means that you're one of the reasons the film flopped and i'm one of the reasons <laughs> it succeeded <laughs> it didn't succeed though so there's more of me than there is of you That's it succeeded in re- it's it succeeded since its release oh, i've never heard of it okay <laughs> So has it. I reiterate, you're one of the reasons it flopped. Because you hadn't heard about it. Well, but, but yeah, but you, you people like you, aren't doing... What do you mean, people like you? Aren't doing your job properly, forbid. <laughs> They're not doing their job properly. <laughs> people with beards aren't doing their job properly. Because if you were doing your job properly, okay. if you were doing your job properly, I would have heard of it. I... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I I think I have been doing my job because I don't think you've realised how many lines from Clue I've dropped in into conversation sometimes. One of my favourite lines... Oh, yeah, you always talk about exposing yourself. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Always. All the time. One of my favourite lines in this film that Tim Curry says in particular is, um, can you keep a secret? Yes, so can I. I've never heard you say that. <sighs> okay, well, maybe you haven't been listening. <laughs> Maybe you just kept to do sale. Maybe I did. Can you keep a secret? So can I. Also, the um, I mean, I haven't used it before, but I did get reminded of it when we were watching it. The uh, the whole I'm shouting part. I'm not shouting. That is you, actually. That yeah. is me every day. I'm not shouting. All right, I'm shouting. <laughs> he was yeah. The things that he did were funny. I'm not going to deny that he yeah. wasn't good at what he was doing. But just the actual jokes and the actual things that were supposed to be funny, I wasn't taken by. Right. That's just okay. it. That's just it. Okay. I'm not saying that any of them were bad. Any of no, the people no, no. that were, were bad, I know I'd have to defend no. it to you, um, but I'm just explaining myself. Yeah. I think the people that... Art is subjective. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> Art. And comedy. <laughs> comedy in particular okay. is subjective. I, um, I know, but I normally find everything funny. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
really well, I imagine. The cast were good, the actors were really good. Mm. But there was just something about the... Like, I just didn't find it funny, that's all. And I know it is supposed to be funny, so that's yeah. why it's a little bit of a, oh, yeah. sorry about that, you know? Yeah. Okay, so did you know it was meant to be a comedy film when we started watching it? Yes. Or you did? All right, okay, fine, 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 fine. So I, I was trying to work out... No, I didn't know when... It, I didn't really know when it first started. I think the way you were kind of saying, I think before you've said, oh, um, we should watch Clue if you haven't seen it, because it's turned into like a one of the what like a cult classic type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. And I think you said you find it funny. I'm sure there was something you think, maybe just like a passing comment of like, oh yeah, because it's pretty funny. I think you'd like it. That mm. type of thing. Yeah. I, well, I, I didn't I, really. I knew know. I'd built then, it up too much. <laughs> I knew. I shouldn't have said it. I shouldn't have said I found it funny. I knew that was building it up too much in your expectations. I was setting the bar just too high by saying that I thought it was funny. Yeah. I knew I shouldn't have said that. Sorry about uh, that. Oh, well. Um, but no. But then when it got to the front door and he was feeding the dogs, which was fine, normal, and then he stepped in the poop and then all you kept seeing was people sniffing the poop on his shoe. And I was like, oh, it's oh, like this. Yeah, yeah. It, ongoing jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. that. Like recurring jokes throughout the whole throughout the yeah. whole film. Well, it did it the first two minutes, then it kind of stopped after that. It was you didn't see the smell. Yeah, again. I mean there are certain <laughs> jokes that don't overstay their welcome, yeah, and yeah, there I are other Not ones. Keep going on about it. Yeah, there are other ones where it's like they keep going back to it, particularly yeah. in all of the different alternative endings. Yeah. Because in each alternate ending, they have the joke: communism is just a red herring. Oh, I don't even understand that. Well, I mean, that's the thing, because they, they were all suspicious of someone doing something uh, involving communism. And the joke oh. in each of the endings is that, no, the communism is just a red herring mm. to throw people off. So, no, I knew I'd built it up too much. But, yeah, Clue has now become a cult classic. It kind of picked up a lot more when it came out on video and people had all of the endings in one go and yeah, actually when it made you, more sense yeah when you watch each ending back to back mm-hmm. at the end it's actually funnier in a way than just having one of the endings because if you have one of the endings you go oh yeah that was actually quite a good ending it's quite funny that kind of works as an yeah. ending when you've got all of them back to back and you go and you watch them and you go oh yeah it could have happened that way actually that's a good point Oh, that's a really funny way of doing it as well. Mm. You see all of these other jokes <laughs> that you've got kind of tied together at the end as well. No, I thought it was o- I thought it was over, and then nope, <laughs> and then oh yeah, I thought it was over. Nope. <laughs> as many endings as um, Return of the King had. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Just I when kept... you think it's over, it keeps going. Yes, and I said, lose the will to live if I have to watch this reimagining of deaths one more time. I wrote that at the end. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. And that was only after the second one. There was another one after that. Fair enough. There are certain jokes that only happen in one of the alternate endings each. So, you know, when they when he says, of course, the FBI is a cleanup agency cleaning up things that, that other people have made. Why do you think it's run by a guy named Hoover? Oh, yeah. You know, like that only happens in one of them. But yeah, I mean, it's... It's one of these weird films that obviously didn't find an audience in cinemas for whatever reason. I don't don't know 
that it knew exactly what it was trying to do but maybe it did and it just wasn't in the right time right sometimes it happens which i am glad that you said that Mm. because second one is there (laughs) because the sequel are you joking no of course i'm joking (laughs) god no. I was going to say they're all dead. No, the sequel. No, the sequel. Well, no, they're not. No, the sequel is called Clueless, and it has Reese Witherspoon <laughs> in it. No, it doesn't. No, okay. Paul Rudd looking incredibly young in that one. You'll love it. It's great. Reese Witherspoon's not in it though. Is she not? No. Oh, it's Alicia Silverstone <laughs> in that one, isn't it? Yeah. My bad. Yep. Yeah. I get the two mixed up sometimes. <laughs> I am glad that you mentioned that because what I was thinking that I wanted to bring up during this podcast episode. Yeah was, do you think that out of all of these so-called, well, not so-called, a lot of them have been classic movies, but in this case, apparently so-called classic movie, out of all of the ones we've watched so far, Mm -hmm. do you think that Clue is the one that is most ready to be remade? Well, funny you should say that. I know you're not allowed to look at my notes. But in one of my notes, I come up with a very good idea. Okay. Because it started as a question. (laughs) Can they do, basically. So, can they do a choose-your-own-adventure, i.e. Black Mirror, Netflix. Ah. So it's like a clue, interactive, choose-your-own-ending-adventure, mystery-type thing. That would work. Yeah, that would work. That would be probably a better tie into the game now and give maybe a bit of a resurgence to the game but it's it's not like playing the game as a video game type thing because it's like real actors with stories that you then push forward yourself like almost who to follow almost yeah and then as a as a choose your own so just as like a choose your own thing as a as a concept and then however they run with that i think out of all of the ones that we've seen is probably the most scope. Because people are still blooming watching Agatha Christie now. Mm. People are still... I mean, Knives Out was quite... It wasn't hugely popular, but it had... People went mad people for it, though. That, well, there's one particular reason that people went mad for it that I'm not going to go into right now. <laughs> Chris Evans! We can absolutely go into Chris Evans. I know I would. Wait, no. <laughs> Chris Evans, if you're listening, you are... You are needed in our podcasting room right away. I can't believe you said that. That was a slip of the tongue. I can't was... believe it. Was it? <laughs> It'd be a slip of the tongue if he's here, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Something about that white sweater. I am fanning myself. I'm so I'm, <laughs> I, I'm fanning myself as well, don't you? I'm sat over here. It's suddenly got warmer over here. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, so, so maybe what I'm saying is maybe if a beefed up guy wearing a knitted sweater right. in Clue, people, more people would have gone watch it. Right, absolutely. <laughs> if that's all it takes to get people to go and see your film, I reckon we can make that happen. It might not be... He was very young then. Right. But... Yeah. It might not be Chris Evans. It might, <laughs> But if we get some beefcake in a, in a knitted white sweater, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, if he's not doing anything at the time... Jason Momoa, if he feels like doing something a little bit different to his oh, no, usual shtick. Really like him. No? Oh, okay. I don't think they should make it funny. You don't? I don't. 
Okay. I think, like you said, I know what you. you I do so know you what you mean be a with straight knives. murder mystery. No, I do know what you mean with Knives Out in the way that it's not. There are serious parts, and the story is serious, and it is a murder mystery. Right. Murders have happened, but there are some parts that you can kind of go huh, at, you know. Yeah. And it is like dry wit and kind of like sometimes quick, but it's not a mockery in the same way. It's, it's not, not a farce. It's not. There's, it's not really jokes. It's reactions, mm. and it's the kind of the way it's made. So it is serious, but there are some things that can also be a little bit light-hearted right. as well, yeah. which then is quite nice. So it's kind of like an all-round, like it's quite well-rounded. So it could be like that. There are obviously some some parts, when you get a whole group of people together in a house like that, and all those characters, there mm. is going to be naturally funny occurrences and things and remarks, comments, you know, reactions, facial expressions, all that sort of thing, that are just funny. Yeah. So... If it's made in the murder mystery genre, but in a natural, realistic type way of getting six, mm. seven people together, mm. um, the humour would flow naturally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I okay. think, yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's maybe too, almost too forced. It doesn't know. Mm. Like I said, it doesn't know what it is. But maybe that that was just the time. Okay. But I, I felt like it doesn't really. You know, is it trying to be serious? Oh, no, it's not. Not at all. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, is it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I th- I like where you're coming from with the kind of choosing your own path interactive mm. I think shtick. a lot more people should try and play around with that now. Well, I mean, it's funny it, that it you say that. It makes you more that. engaged because yeah. I think that's kind of where things are heading, really, and where they should be heading because if yeah. people obviously still like going to the cinema for that experience, at the moment we haven't even been able to go to the cinema. Sure. So... If now things are evolving in a way where home releases are becoming far more popular because they've realised that they can do it and people will pay for it. Sure. To get more people engaged, make it more interactive, and that's probably where it's going. Mm. But don't... why not? Not every single yeah. film, obviously. Yeah. But I think there is opportunity. But maybe don't do a cinematic release with three different endings depending on what cinema you go to because that might be what kills you. Absolutely not. Right. Okay, fair enough. Uh, no, it's interesting. Unless it's in a stars in their eyes type way, where you've got a, where you've got a uh, like a, a three button remote, and you just press which one you want. You press which one. You press which one you want, and then so, so every the whole audience has to be in agreement voting. So whoever's got the highest percentage, that's the end of the show. So, so do you want one, two, or three? You press three right before the end, and then you get number three. So Tim Curry turns is. to camera, looks directly down the lens, and goes. Now, quickly, look under your seats yeah. and you'll find a button. Pull out that button and click A, B Why or C. Why can't people do that? Why is that to me? Even as you've just said that, it just sounds like a really good idea. I mean, it would be great. I think, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's funny. But then it's every time you go to the cinema, you're going to be raging because everybody's going to choose number three every time. You just stood outside, choose number two, choose number two. Yeah, choose option B. I haven't seen option B yet. You just make it feel like you're at Disney. That's what they would do at Disney. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, it is funny that you say about these interactive things, interactive choose-your-own-path films being used more. I did actually see today that DC and Warner Brothers are releasing an animated movie of Batman Death in the Family, the famous comic book arc 
where Jason Todd, Robin, dies. Mm -hmm. Now, originally in the comic books, they left it on a cliffhanger and got readers to call a number (laughs) and pick an option of whether Robin should make it out alive or die at the hands of the Joker. And obviously... It famously went down that everyone picked that Robin should die. Well, not everyone, but it was a majority voted that that, Robin should die. And that's how that ended up happening. DC and Warner Brothers have released an animated film of this now, where at various different points through the film, you can choose what happens to each character. It's not just at one point. And it's not just, like, one of two options. Mm. It's multiple options, and it's at multiple points. That's kind of what I mean, yeah. So I think that there is going to be a market for this kind of thing to happen. I think it's majorly untapped at the moment, Mm. because Bandersnatch from Black Mirror was a huge success. Everyone was talking about it on Netflix. Yeah, and that's the thing that I was thinking of. Yeah. I did look. There is... A remake kind of thing of Clue in pre-production. I don't know how far along it is or how much of it has gone forward. Strange. But the two names are attached to it at the moment are Ryan Reynolds Mm. and another weird connection between that and this one, Mm. Jason Bateman. From Arrested Development. So it could be a little bit of a fuss. If it's Arrested Development Ryan style isn't humor, some, isn't somebody that I find funny either. Really? Yeah. See, this is where you and I really do have differing opinions because I think he's hilarious. I know you do. I know. But there we go. Because you're a man. Because you're a boy. Well, uh, well, am I a boy? What? <laughs> am I a boy? I don't know. No, but you've got that. He, he's boy got mentality. That, like, Deadpool. Deadpool is kind of funny, but he's got that like man boyish type humor. Is what I mean. Well, I think I don't know. I th- I guess that's. Fair I don't mean boy is in a derogatory small child that type. <laughs> I don't mean like that. Right. Okay. Do you know boy is in like boy humour. You know okay. those types of things that boys laugh at, like pulling hair and fart jokes and stuff. It. I. Okay. I think you've narrowed down Ryan Reynolds' niche a bit too much there. I don't think that's all he does is pull hair and make fart jokes. Kind of. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So they're attached to the project. At the moment, if it was Arrested Development style humor, yeah, that would be funny. That would be more in keeping with what the nature of Clue would kind of be, really. That kind of subtle family humor of the humor coming from the interactions that people have. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah. 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 So that's what I think. I think it would just be naturally funny because of the um, kind of the real life way that everybody being in a room together mm. these different people being in a room together would yeah. be would be funny because that's kind of what Arrested Development is like yeah. you've got these overblown characteristics of people and kind of stereotypes of like the family like the head of the family and these types of things and that's just how and that's where it becomes funny because she's horrible to her children <laughs> she's yeah. horrible to her children and it's funny yeah, yeah, it's not, absolutely. It's not out and out. It's just, it's just funny, and it's, it's really. I think it's really clever. And there yeah. are things that you miss 
quite a lot sometimes when you're watching Arrested Development as things that's like you don't it's like such a long payoff like you could be watching yeah, five yeah, episodes yeah, yeah. and then yeah. all of a sudden that's the payoff to the joke that was five episodes before yeah. and you have to be like you have to really be concentrating and yeah. it's good it's really funny and if they did do Clue more along the lines of a comedy than an out and out mystery thriller but yeah. like what you said a mystery thriller but with elements of comedy mm. mixed into it yeah. that would be the kind of humour that I would enjoy seeing from that like something that happened right at the start yeah i would agree with that pays off for a joke right at the end Yeah, i would agree with that yeah yeah so yeah i i I would like that i mean in in a way that is similar to the clue that we have there are some things that happen at the start that pay off in a humorous way right at the end but at the same time the comedy kind of is woven all the way through it a little bit it's a little bit glaringly obvious you are right you are right so who would you cast in a clue remake remake reboot a new imagining a new clue movie who would you cast in it because initially i was thinking if it was if you're going for like comedy all-stars like this film was sort of trying to do a little bit if you were going for comedy all-stars, you'd end up having people like Kevin Hart, you'd have Seth Rogen, mm, you'd that's have annoying. Imagine having all of them in Steve Carell. <laughs> you'd have all of those kinds of people in there, wouldn't you? I don't I don't think Steve yeah, I think it's a very if you're doing it in an arrested development type way, I think you have to be very careful with the people that you choose because I don't think Steve Carell would be subtle enough. No. I don't know. I don't get that vibe from him. No. Absolutely. No, 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 no. Do you know, honestly, I think having Simon Pegg and Nick Frost in there purely for their... Oh, no! No, no, no. Well, (laughs) or... I think that's a bit too silly. Okay, or at least one of them. At least one of them purely for their ability to do... Jason Bateman is a very good... Jason Bateman is a very good idea. But what made me think about that was the way that um, they both interact with Jason Bateman in Paul. That's what made me think of that kind of very subtle oh, back right, and forth. Every so often there's just a little subtle joke that's yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. You could definitely have... Well, Paul Rudd could do it, obviously. Paul Rudd is... <laughs> yeah. Paul Rudd could totally do it. I would watch Paul Rudd in anything, though. We yeah, know that. He could be, they could both be... Do you reckon Paul... Dinner, yeah. Do you reckon, do you reckon Paul Rudd would be Wadsworth then? No. No? No. I don't no. see him as that type of... I don't see him as that. No, 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 no. Maybe not. That's so difficult. It's so difficult really to want, cast I do it. want to, though. <laughs> it is there. It is there. there, there there's some... There is... I feel... You can kind of see who would be woman, parts. Um, who's in, like, the new Ghostbusters, and she was Hillary Clinton in Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. Um, I always forget her name, because I yeah. don't want to call her Kristen Wiig. Yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah, not... Kristen Wiig. It's but her, but it's not her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> her, but not her. Although Kristen Wiig was in it, but yeah, that's was, not yeah, who you that's mean. Not what I'm about. No, Kate McKinnon. Kate yes. McKinnon. Yeah, so Kate McKinnon yeah, she could do it. would be good. I think she in that. could do it. Yeah, she could do it. I mean, people tend to put um, Kristen Wiig or um, Tina Fey or no, people like that in annoying. anything that w- any any time you want female comedians. I know, it's all the same people. Isn't it, it is all the same so people. Or Melissa McCarthy. That's oh. why I think that's why Ghostbusters remake 
had all of them in there because yeah. they are like the go-to which is quite sad female comedians that, that like you want female comedians and what you get is just the same six people every yeah. single time do you know who would be good and you're about to freak out at this suggestion do you know who would be good at doing subtle humor like that that could play it straight but drop in a line every so often to make something funny in that kind of interaction would be may martin johnny depp Depp would be great johnny depp could be the butler yeah but johnny depp can be disguised as absolutely anyone so maybe johnny depp should be the butler because he could be disguised as like absolute that would be fantastic so that's a big put yeah I was going to say, that's a big pull for people. People are going to see that because he's in it, but actually... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. No, so Johnny Depp could maybe... I think he could. I think he definitely could. Yeah, because he, much like Tim Curry, has a voice. He understands humour. Yeah. He's he got the voice to... that can just change into something. He knows how to do that subtle. Absolutely. But no, I think that May Martin could play <laughs> yeah, quite a straight character. She is. She could do it, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon May Martin is due for something big like this. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> May Martin, if you are interested in doing a Clue remake, uh, we have some people you can talk to. <laughs> um, let us know if you are interested. We will start drafting up a contract for you. Thank you. <laughs> I will tell you, do you know who should be, <laughs> who should be the butler? Who? <laughs> Bruce Campbell. <laughs> oh! Oh! Yes, he any should. yeah, he should. yeah, because it reminded yeah. me. Yes, it reminded me of when he was in Spider-Man. Tell him to tie his shoes. That was good. It would be yes, like yeah, and he could do, he could reprise his French maitre d role. <laughs> 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 so the overly French, the overly French maitre d from. This is gonna be the weirdest film ever. It's so gonna be so Bruce weird. Campbell. We've also got Paul Rudd and Jason Bateman, which is fine because that's normal. Right. But then you've got. That woman that I always forget again. Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Right. And Mae Martin. <laughs> Absolutely, yes, okay, Mae Martin. Right, okay, yes. But yeah, you got Bruce Campbell as Wadsworth. Oh, yeah. No, this is it. This is it. This is happening now. <laughs> this is happening now. Off. He's not doing it anymore. Okay. Well, you know, I think... It's careful consideration when it comes it, to casting. It is. It's, it's cutthroat. And in a way, <laughs> I think Johnny Depp's a bit too big for this project at this point. I think he's a bit too big time. Yeah, he's a bit too he's big. He's got time. so many options. Not not anymore. I don't think he would want to take this. Not at the moment. <laughs> no well, okay. But, you know, he's he's he's, he's sitting not on in it for the for the um for the biz, you know. Yeah, he's sitting on all of that pirates money. He's got he's got well. he's like give me something that's new. Like what's <laughs> like what's new about this? But yes, Bruce Campbell as Wadsworth, I would absolutely watch that because he could be like a really suave Wadsworth in the style of his Old Spice commercial that he did. <laughs> he could be like the super suave Wadsworth where he's just like piecing everything together but in a really calm, collected way. if he's the one at the end that's shooting everybody, he can also do that. Yeah. He's good, at that. He's good at that too. Because I don't know if we've discussed this yet on this podcast, but Bruce Campbell has incredible range. <laughs> Incredible Nobody range. Nobody was expecting anybody to say that. Well, I've said it. I've said it now. It's out there. You put these things out into the universe. They have a way of coming back. But Bruce Campbell has incredible range. 
Bruce Campbell should be Wadsworth. Paul Rudd can be um, Professor Plum. Who's that? Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I could see him doing that. Yeah. I could see him doing that. Who else did we say was going to be in it? Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Kate she McKinnon could, could be, be... She would be the one... She would be the um, white. Yeah, Mrs. Mrs. White, who was, who was offing her husband. Yeah, I think that would be yep. good. I think she Absolutely. May Martin could be uh, Ms. Scarlet. Like running... I don't know. I, don't know I could that. picture May Martin no, running a brothel. No. <laughs> I don't know. Do I don't know. I don't think they... Hmm. Hmm. Or maybe she is Mrs. Green. So you don't have Mr. Green. Who's Mrs. Green? The FBI. Yeah, m- yes. Yeah, so Mr. Green yeah, was yeah, the right. FBI. So yeah, she Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they yeah. changed the change the character gender. And Jason Bateman could be mustard. That's on trend he's a for bit... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so. I think we've just cast a brilliant film here. Yeah. So that does lead me to a final question then before we find out what your rating is, Mm. which is that if a film like this is so ripe for a remake or reboot or redo, whatever you want to call it, beginning with re, (laughs) (laughs) recasting, if it is so ready and prime for that, can the original be considered a classic? Hmm, that's interesting, isn't it? quite interesting actually because we talked about this in robocop because they did a remake of robocop but it didn't go down that well despite it actually having a kind of interesting turning it on its head from the original kind of thing guess who could be the police officer on our recasting robocop yeah (laughs) is that what you were going for that (laughs) oh okay well in in the recasting of clue you want robocop to come in as the cop I want RoboCop in absolutely everything. I want RoboCop in as many things as I want Bruce Campbell in. The the, the ultimate dream. Campbell. The Bruce ultimate Campbell dream. Was RoboCop. The, the ultimate dream is for Bruce Campbell to cameo He's as RoboCop. Part in machine, technically. Yeah, he has absolutely. Um, no, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton would be. He would brilliant. have like a little cameo as the as the police officer. He gets bumped off after a little while. He would be good. I like that. He's good at that I type like of dry. Yeah. You don't expect it, but he is. I like that. Mm. Turns out he's Bruce Wayne doing an investigation undercover. <laughs> and that ties the whole thing into Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting yeah. dynamic. Okay, so if something can be so readily remade, do, do you think that the original can be a classic? Yeah, that's really interesting, actually, because you think that if something could be remade and be remade better is it allowed to be considered a classic because you think mm. what about it yeah is classic then if you can well okay so let me let me clarify it as well if a remake happened and failed that shows the strength of the original as I suppose being a classic. it depends though because if we're talking about redoing it in a very different way that's something that only recently came into existence. Yeah, so it's and also, hard but even judge. even without, even if we take away the fact that it could be interactive, so mm. even without that, and you're putting it out in quite a different style, mm. then I don't know that maybe maybe it couldn't be compared, and maybe you're just kind of saying that they just maybe didn't do it right the first mm. time. I don't know. If it's so far 
removed from the original yeah. because this is an interactive choose your own path kind of thing. Yeah, with that type of thing, you wouldn't yeah. really be able to. No, and the original had three different endings, and it was a mystery which one you were going to get where you went. Yeah, right. So they did what they. It's quite yeah. They did what they could do. Yeah, at the time. Yeah, would the new one happening now with the advent of what we can do for streaming technology would that elevate the original to a classic status from having that kind of influence hmm, maybe yeah that's difficult a, that's quite a tough question it, it is a tough question I think that's something that... But would it be set in the same time? So would it still be set in the 50s or would it still be set like back way back when or whatever? So I reckon if you were to redo it now, it would be set in early 90s. Okay. So kind of set around the time that they made yeah. the last one. Yeah. So you wouldn't have iphones that you could just no, you know no. or something yeah, like that so you'd have to have limited technology yeah if you were because in the house, wouldn't you? otherwise that creates kind of yeah, holes yeah. doesn't it you have to have a reason for someone coming in to the house to go can i use your phone oh yeah of course yeah yeah so i reckon having it set in early 90s is something still relatable mm. for people watching it to go oh yeah of course because they had those in the 90s but also a dynamic that would mean younger audiences watching it now would be able to go, oh, yeah. that's why this is happening, because they don't have yeah. this tech. Yeah, but they're so. pulled in because they do have tech and they can use it to change the story. Exactly. Mm, oh, well, it's a film for all ages. <laughs> right, exactly. I think we've made... I think in the process of I mean, looking at a classic movie, we've actually created a, a modern classic. classic. Yeah. Yeah. Because actually, I mean, maybe the one that we would make wouldn't be... wouldn't stand the test of time because you're adding the technology element. No. So you can't... In, in however many so thirty years time they might not be they might not be right interested, and we're watching that one thirty years. Yeah, and we're watching this one. But that's because you know yeah. we don't. Yeah. It wasn't technology based, so exactly it doesn't really matter. I mean, there is that. Yeah. So, because we find out every week at the end, I'm eager to know what is your rating. And what is it out of? Because it changes every week. So, okay, <laughs> what so have you given week, it? this week, I'm going to be rating it with red herrings. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> okay. Because that was the part that kept coming up all the time. Uh, it's very apt, though. Rating it out of red herrings. I think so, yeah. I think that's very apt. It's clever more than hilarious, but equally <laughs> hilarious as it is, though. So, yeah. I'm very sorry, but I think I'm going to give it to... Two. Two yeah. red herrings. Yeah. Barely enough for a full dinner party. <laughs> Barely enough. My tagline for this film. Barely enough for a full dinner party? No. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't make that up, did I? You did. Because they were eating monkey brains, so you could have said barely enough brains to go around. Oh, pfft, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> what about... No, I <laughs> know. My tagline for this film, as harsh as it sounds, but I wrote it down as a joke. Okay. Kind of, but also kind of not. All right. The only thing duller than playing the game is watching the film. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my tagline. Well, that is a damning 
review right there from Amber. So, oh, the only thing duller than playing the game is watching the film of it. So there we go, two red herrings from Amber. But do you think that that is a fair score? Do you think that Clue is maybe an underrated classic that not enough people really appreciate at the moment? Or do you agree? And do you think that the cult status that Clue has is entirely undeserved? Either way, I think we can all agree Tim Curry is fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. There we go. I'll give him five. So Tim Curry gets five red herrings. (laughs) I mean, that's all that we really wanted from from that bit, really, if we're being honest. But what do you think? Don't edit that to make it seem like I've given the film five. (laughs) <laughs> I wouldn't know that's staying in don't worry it's fine but do you agree that that is a fair score or are there other films that you think we should be watching instead that deserve a cult classic status more than Clue you can let us know through Twitter I am at Drew Bridger at Amber Inch and if you have enjoyed this podcast feel free to subscribe and leave us a review and tell us what you think of it. If you've hated the podcast, tell someone you don't like and subject them to it. (laughs) There you go. But until the next episode of Back to the Future, Amber, was it one plus two plus two plus one? Or was it one plus one plus two plus two plus one? Or was it one? It only gets one plus one. One plus one. Two. Just, okay, just two. (laughs)